Well, guess what? We're on. We're on now. They haven't heard the the intro music. No, they haven't heard the intro. They were music. waiting for the intro. Maybe we need to play it from the laptop. Yeah, we'll Bluetooth. Send the Bluetooth Yeah, yeah, just like. Um, we've we've got some absolute characters. Absolute characters. These guys have come in like a whirlwind. Uh, but I'm very excited to have them. They're an amazing uh, up and coming band from Adelaide. Uh, we've got Luke, Nev, and Michael from Heartline. Thanks for coming on, boys. How you going? Hey. Hey. <laughs> I think I like that. You you hold the mic for him. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's yeah. I think it's romantic. Yeah, I think that is. But like taking away really <laughs> organized. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through him telling a, a really in deep story, yeah, just yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> He's not giving it to him. I am to get the now. Um. Well. <laughs> Guys, we're super excited to have you on. Obviously, uh, we, you've travelled a little bit to get down to the to the dirty north. To the dirty north, you've come from many places. I'm actually way further north as well. So oh, really? I travel up. You're to in the dirty north. north. Oh, right. I travel like I take my bulletproof vest off halfway. <laughs> oh, yeah. down into the safety yeah. halfway. Yeah, yeah the halfway Just house windows still up, but yeah. no bulletproof vest on. <laughs> What's your nice. address? What's my address? <laughs> you couldn't have said that any creepier. I'm here for it. I'll slip it to you under the table. Yeah, huh? yeah. Where all the other microphones are. Fucking hell. This is going to be this is going to be great. Um, boys, we usually start uh, the episodes. Obviously, um, we want to go through, I guess, your own sort of individual music journeys that have led yeah. you to the absolute fucking superstar heartline position that you're in at the moment. You've come off a couple of tours. You got new music coming out, mm. which we'll get into in a minute about when that's dropping, but. I guess we'll start with Mr. Frontman. You've got the mic up in front of your face at the moment. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about your, I guess, journey with music and getting into vocals and did yeah, you play any um, instruments? Tell us the whole deal. Yeah, I started learning piano when I was in year two in school. My papa, so my dad's dad was um, a trumpet player and the composer for the uh, army band mm-hmm. um, as a profession. So he was just, obviously music was his life and he, wanted that to like sort of be a part of our lives as well so he sort of wanted my dad to make sure that me and my two brothers both like all of, all of us played piano so i did that for about eight years um and yeah i i lost that i lost interest in that a little bit which i'm disappointed in. i wish i sort of kept going with that i would have come in handy now Where with piano. yeah like like i shouldn't have taken the years i shouldn't have taken the few years off um, but yeah, I just, the, the more music I got into and listened to, I just started singing along to it. Um, and I, I don't remember the point where I was like, I think I can sing. I just sort of did it a lot. And favorite shower songs, name three. Oh, oh, oh he, he's doing our job for us. You come around Where, this side. Like, <laughs> now, like now? Like, yeah. Favorite, yeah. Now shower yeah. songs or back yeah. then? Oh, 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 maybe oh. Give us, we'll give us then. like a classic shower song. Open Letter by Amity Affliction. Oh. Now, that, that song taught me, like I, I, it was like probably like the, f- I, I, I developed my scream from that album by Amity. Like that's yeah. how Your I- Your parents must have fucking scream. hated you. <laughs> <laughs> and also being like, what the fuck? Cause that's, yeah. that whole album is just wall to wall. Yeah. Oceanic references and yeah. fucking emo lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> In the shower as well. Hey. Yeah. It's like, wow, this guy <laughs> really was, loves- like, With like the water uh, cascading yeah, off yeah. my head. <laughs> like, oh, <wow. laughs> this dude really loves water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, must drink some too. What do you mean? Dude, just continue. <laughs> um, other shower songs. 
Um, from back in the day, I listened to so much Papa Roach and Breaking Benjamin. Oh, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, Papa yeah. Roach is probably like the staple band for my direction into heavier music. Um, yeah. Yeah, my older cousins showed me and my brother's last resort when, I, yes. when, I, when I was like, yes. I, mean, I, was, I was like seven or eight. Oh, bro, God, my life. Yeah, literally. Yeah, and I used to yeah. like, obviously, parents didn't want you to swear when you were that long, when you were that young. So I'd be just like, don't give up. If I come at you, <laughs> and then whenever mom and dad went around, I'd be like, I'd say it, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I'd be like, thought I was so cool. <laughs> you say the swear word extra loud. Yeah, yeah, and then, and then I'd, be, I'd be like, oh shit, it was a bit loud. <laughs> That's sick. And so, when did you actually start like getting into into the heavy uh, vocals as well? Uh, about I did them kind of the same time. I think I could. Well, when I look back, I, I don't think I could scream, but I thought I could. And you just whispered. Yeah, it was so quiet and it was so bad that there was no technique, but I thought I was really good at it. I think I I was sort of got into that before the actual clean singing because like you could be kind of bad at screaming and it not really be that noticeable because yeah. basically everyone I knew thought that screaming was bad in general because I didn't have like anyone I knew apart from like family and stuff that listened to heavy music. So. Yeah. Um, it wasn't actually until Slowly getting You're gonna do it to Mark, I just did it to myself. Um, yeah, it wasn't until I sort of I think Fraser and a few friends, um, we went to school together. He had a sort of a band with a group of mates and he's sort of asked if I wanted to come out and jam and stuff and that's when I started sort of got told i was like hey you can actually kind of sing a bit and i was like oh really all right that's cool and then i yeah i got some lessons and stuff after that and started actually getting into singing properly and doing all the like studying it properly in later years of high school and stuff yeah, yeah right. just sort How of developed from there the, the um singing lessons then impacted your screaming today they wouldn't they wouldn't taught you scream yeah oh i i didn't get like much better at the screaming stuff until I, until later on where I got really into like learning the proper breathing and um, yeah, more just doing it over and over and losing my voice over and over and just sort of working out ways for it to not screw myself. Like that, that I, yeah, I think um, for my screams, I've kind of developed as I've, yeah, as I've done it, like even since, the first tour we did which was last year in august my screens have gotten better even just since then just because that was the first time having to do it three consecutive nights so i kind of worked out ways to um take less of a toll so i would be okay for the next night and the next night yeah sort of thing yeah yeah for me it's always hard because like you can get the scream out but then consistently doing it yeah that's the hard yeah. part because you after 10 minutes you fuck yeah exactly yeah. and then you've also got like singing in between a lot of singing in between mm. that as well yeah which um can Jack be just of all trades aren't just, you just oh, i can't play bass <laughs> <laughs> not piano either <laughs> oh, wow. wow okay look Sorry. out you you started a war here buddy <laughs> i can't wait now as soon as he starts telling us yeah, his uh, bass story yeah make yeah. sure you fucking tear him to shreds <laughs> with any <laughs> So you, don't, you don't remember any of like the musical theory that you learned from the piano? Surely. No, I do. I do. I just like, I wouldn't be able to, if a, like a sheet music got put in front of me, I could read it, but it would take me a really long time. Like I'd just be sort of working on like right from the start, really 
really slowly i wouldn't be able to just like sort of play it like yep. someone who'd been doing that for a long time um i was really learned by ear uh yeah. based I, yeah. I i i was i mean i was bad at like i was i didn't do much homework through school as well and it was the same with piano like all the work stuff i didn't like doing i just liked playing so i would just learn stuff try and learn it by ear rather than reading the music so yeah, especially yep. as a yeah. Kid, you don't want to be sitting there trying to figure out fucking yeah. symbols and where they exactly. land. Exactly. Whereas I, now I wish I did because it would have come in handy so much. Like I'd be able to do a lot more with piano. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, like, but what are you guys laughing oh, at? chat, man. <laughs> Because I, I know the music theory. So he's yeah, Mark like, was probably yeah, a lot better at music you know. theory, even yeah. with piano, than myself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> any any bands before Heartline? Any really cringy yep. school bands with horrible names that you can... I feel like you've done your research and this is a targeted question <laughs> because of how embarrassing our uh, past bands were. Um, All systems down. That's where it started. <laughs> All systems down. Yeah, so wow. I'd like to put it out there that I had no part in that name. That's the Is band that I got asked, like, whether I, oh, do you want to come out and join and stuff? I was like, yeah, awesome, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, we played off our first... Beer our first wow. Yeah, I know, right? Awesome. How good. No one um, cares what we're fucking saying. Like, that was <laughs> awesome, dude. <laughs> the camera wasn't even on us either. Yeah, yeah. they missed a piece of greatness. No. Severin's going to think you're a fucking... <laughs> No. <laughs> so all, all <laughs> yeah. systems down. Yeah, our we're first gonna have to really steer this fucking yeah, shit. Normally, yeah, you are. Always just a You're nice free flowing. We got some fucking chaos. Yeah, our first performance was at our uh, school talent show. I think we were in like year ten or something, or year eleven. Yeah, would have been year ten. Would have been year yeah. ten. Yeah, that was so bad. We, uh, what was we, the sound? What was the like? We, we was it System of the Down? But it just no, no, no. Down. We had no original <laughs> songs. We just played covers. We played Monument by a Day to Remember. <laughs> like, like eighty percent of our like we when we even played like we started actually playing in venues and stuff. We had one original, and the rest of our set was just cover songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like eighty percent a day to remember. Yeah. <laughs> Did that one have House of Wolves by Bring Me? As yeah, well? and House of Wolves oh, by Bring Me. Yeah. That was that was my I, favorite. I, 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 I think I played yeah, that one with you guys. But yeah. I don't know if I was in the band or not. Yeah, I think that was like when you just came in. We're like, we have a show. Like, can you learn these songs? Yeah. And yeah, man. And then what was the the actual next band after that? So this one was my name that I came <laughs> up with and I got it off of a billabong shirt. Oh no. Oh, uh, it was called To Hell With Paradise. Yeah, exactly. I looked it up and the there was no there was like no copyright like yeah, on that. Four, on that four, as well, so. four word band names. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm a good four word band. Yeah. yeah. And um yeah, we actually did put an EP out with that band, but we've we've um We've squashed any online traces <laughs> since yeah. then. Our, our producer, he's still got him. He likes to torment us with it every now and then. Yes. But yeah, um, yeah. After that, that's what led to Heartline. Is we sort of we're just like this isn't going anywhere. The sound isn't like it's not developing. It's not a sort of um, yeah. We sort of I think we had some ideas for new music or Fraser and Sam did, and um that was frail and we we're like this is just so vastly different we just sort of did a full rebrand start start fresh and that well, was when we are, yeah exactly yeah. so that's when we, we like sort of like officially had mike and nev in and we're like we've got a like a 50 percent new group and yeah. sort of new dynamic and everything we just start fresh and that was sort of didn't need your life story mate yeah no that was exactly <laughs> that was that exactly what oh, yeah no that is what they needed <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah 
Well, I mean, now you're up, Mr. Fucking yeah, Negativity oh, in the middle there. Look right? out. Tell, tell us the look first time you there, man. Yeah, go okay. on. Okay. Hi. <laughs> My name's Nev. Um, I like long walks on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> playing bass. Skipping, skipping pebbles along the Um, What's the question? Oh my god! Where did, where did, where did listen? You start? Yeah, okay. Did you have some edibles before? No, no. <laughs> this is just how I am. I have HJs. <laughs> I have HJs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, you definitely need to steer this. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So I started <laughs> while. At the beach, taking a long walk. No, so you were at the beach. No, and, oh my god! And I found a washed-up bass guitar. <laughs> <laughs> and ever since then, nah. So I've been doing photography for a while. Um, and back in like 2017, 2018, I was doing some like BTS photography for um, Maps, uh, which is like a film school. And my friend Alex, uh, he, yeah wanted me to come on, take some photos. And I met someone there called Cameron Henschke and he needed like a bass player for a band. Um, and I was like, I don't know any instrument at all. Like, but I, I, I really like music. And I was like, fuck it, yeah, why not? I'll, I'll be a bass player. So he, he bought me a bass and then like, I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I would just practice on this. I didn't have an amp, so within the next like month or something, I just like practice like nonstop and I really, really liked it and kept on going and You practice with like no amp, just yeah, with yeah, the bass yeah. sound. Oh yeah. really? Just raw strings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I was just playing feel good by gorillas. Like, <laughs> yeah. Nonstop. That's amazing. That. That's sick. Yeah. That and should be like, everyone's first song that they learn as well. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, we we started like a band from that called Soda. And yeah, just kind of I really like bass from that point. And then I met Fraser at a gig. Was it North Lane show, wasn't it? Yeah. Nice. Mm. Nice. And yeah, we just kind of became friends from that. But didn't really do anything. And then like a year after, or half a year or something, like um, he asked me to fill in for the old band, Devil Paradise, for a show. And that was when Mike was yeah. filling in or something yeah, as we well. Both played that show. Yeah, 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 right. So you had like a fill, almost like a half food in lineup. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like, yeah, we all just really liked it. Um, and yeah, kind of just went from there. Like we started like a new band from it. And yeah, I just, I like playing bass. <laughs> <laughs> simple as that. Yeah, simple as that. <laughs> and so what about like growing up and stuff? Like obviously you didn't start late, but what were you, what were you into as a kid? What, yeah. what, what were your shower, uh, <coughs> Skrillex? Your shower songs? Yes. yes. Skrillex. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Shower is yeah. I did as well. <laughs> I did. I like the shower song question. I might actually steal yeah. it. Yeah. 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 It will become a podcast mainstay now, I reckon. If we <laughs> yeah. ask this question, we'll be like, what was your shower jams? Yeah. yeah. How did you sing Skrillex? No. Did you see that? No, he would. He'll do it. He'll do it. Did you see that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> actually did that. that was actually pretty good. Um, <laughs> did you see the article though where Skrillex reconnected with that girl? Yeah, the cub girl. Yeah, that's, that's fucking so cool. Sick. That's some wholesome full circle that, shit. That yeah. noise as well is actually in one of our songs. <laughs> it is. Is it's, it really? It's genuinely in one of our songs. Yeah. It's, so it's right at the end of DeLorean. You know, yes. the, where, the, where there's like the 808. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I lay it over the 808s is that and it's there's some effects on it so it's not so overt but it That's is there like if you listen to those 808s sound different to are they meant to do like, like the same as the start of the song 
Nah, nan. The nan. Nah, nan. Nah, nan. I think you feel like nan. Some garlic nan. Yeah. I love garlic nan. All about garlic nan. I'll listen to Delorean on the way home now. Just fucking. Yeah, now you can just you know you're not gonna be able to unhear it now. You just gonna hear that. Yeah. I'm just gonna hear him. Just some BTS fucking. Yeah. All right. Well, I think it's on to you. I think your journey's done. You just love playing bass. Yeah. School legs. I love it. I love school legs. Give me your journey, brother. Uh, well, my journey, I started drums when I was eight. Yep. I copied my older brother, Matt. I just copied whatever he did. So uh, he played drums, I played drums, he played soccer, I played soccer. Yep. Uh, that was kind of, that's how it started. And I liked it, but it wasn't like a crazy big passion for me. Really until later in high school, um, I was like, oh, this is actually kind of cool. Uh, I started playing in front of people when I was 15 okay. uh, in, in church. My brother was like, all right, you have in-ears now, so you're on the band, too bad. Like, don't care that you're... Sh- I was really, really shy, so I never wanted to be in front of people, never mm-hmm. wanted to perform. So he was like, don't care, you're playing. <laughs> so that happened, and then... Um, yeah, I don't know, I, just did, I did it all through school, did it all through year 12. Luke and I were in the same music mm. class. Yep. So I got to watch him like rap and play piano and stuff at the same time. It was Bro, wild. Year 12 music fucking sucked ass because the theory went like up 80%. Like in the, I don't know if it was the same for you guys or for me. Like everything up to year 11, there was a theory component, but it was so much more practical. And then in year 12, they're just like, you're going to be staring at this fucking book for the whole year. Yeah. And I was like, literally shoot me in the face. I hate yeah. It, it depended what we did. We could do ensemble and solo, which meant yeah. we just played music. Um, Mm. But yeah, there was like a theory thing. But you didn't have an exam though. Out. That was all theory at the end. That was like hell weighted on your fucking. Depends percentage. on like, with us. We had to pick like two of. I think there were like six options. Yeah. That um that you could that like that were involved in in year twelve music, and you wow. just had to pick two to yeah mm. um to graduate to like pass. And there, yeah, there was like solo performance, ensemble performance. So you could just do that where like all the theory you need to do is like learning the. Wow, I got being my able to like fist, I did <laughs> yeah. do that and the, fucking, uh, <laughs> and the theory exam that literally was the most stressful thing I've yeah. ever fucking done. The, the people that did the yeah, people that right did out. composition would have I think they had an exam yeah, which would have been yeah. like the freakish oh, just like maybe that's because I did the, I did music tech so I did like fucking made garage band songs maybe that's why because I picked the tech and I had to like back it up. Wait, so they were teaching you theory and tech? Yeah. Oh, see, I did music tech as well because they wouldn't let me in music because I didn't do music from year nine. They yeah, were like, you right. can't come in, bad luck, BL. Right? So I was like, all right, I'll just learn how to produce then, kind of thing. Yeah. And we didn't touch a single fucking bit of theory. It was just yeah. pure. And I yeah. couldn't tell you one thing now, dude. I couldn't tell yeah. you one fucking. You're looking at Reaper and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, man? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Sharp is. Yeah. I learned, you know I learned Sharp is? Apparently, <laughs> Fraser doesn't. <laughs> What is he playing off notes? Is he or no, we had, we, had, we had some issues with guitar tracking where like in the past he's tracked and his guitar, because it's so, it's like the strings are so thick and it's tuned so low, it goes flat really often. Like it has to be yeah. tuned heaps yeah. with like past tracking. So I don't know if he like subconsciously tried to ca- over counter that for the tracking of some upcoming stuff we're doing and so much of it was like really sharp and he every was so song. confused like every song and he oh. was like he was like he's like every time we've tracked stuff has been going flat 
Oh, <laughs> he's wow. like, when I saw that it was sharp, he couldn't believe it. He's like, I have no idea why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And it's not like with like guitars, you can use Melodyne and bring it down. We did, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you, you Melodyne the guitar? Well, not, not we. Um, so Mike's older brother's the produce, uh, like producer now. He's yeah. doing all that for us. So we recorded everything with him, and yeah, he's Melodyne like all Every the man. all the little issues like that, and yeah, it's right. like made it, and it still sounds like he, he's it still re- sounds he's right. really good. Dude, I'm, I'm yeah, gonna right. give Fraser shit forever because of that. <laughs> Sharp as attack, clearly. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that's killer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fucking oath. Yeah, so I did, auto tune guitars. Could, yeah, I didn't know you auto-tune. could Melodyne it until yeah Matt did it. Yeah, because I've only ever seen it on vocals. Yeah, same. Yeah. So, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so where were we with your uh, story? So you were yeah, drumming. Well, well, and well, nice, nice one to take over, Nev. Kind of got to, not your turn. You kind of got to the point where you were playing shows, and that's where we got to. So. Yeah, well, so yeah, I um I joined these guys. Well, I kind of played with them a bit in year twelve. Mm. Um, but all through school, they asked me to join, and I always said no. So, uh, and and now I see why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was an actual musician. We did, we did play together in Year Twelve talent show. Yeah. And we played. Um, Green Day was it? Throne. It was Green a Throne. Horizon song. Throne. Throne by oh, Bring okay. Me. Yeah, okay. Right. Except it went great in sound check, and then as soon as we got on stage, all I heard was Luke. No click ears. or anything. There's no oh, click. Really? No tracks. <laughs> Just going off of the vocal. We were like a I full could hear, ten seconds off of the tracks, kind of thing. Yeah, so but and I could hear that in my ears. So I had the tracks really loud. So I could hear for the whole song how far off. Like for I think from the chorus, first chorus, we were so far off the backing tracks, and like I was just like, this is gonna sound like <laughs> just complete audio mush to everyone in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> like I I picked a song where I was like. People might enjoy it at least. It's like it's like not heavy. It's like yeah. it's yeah. one. It's like one of like the songs that we like, but it's still like quite accessible. Yeah, and then it was just probably just would have sounded like garbage because <laughs> it didn't line up with anything. It was so yeah. bad. So did you have the in ears swap? So you were, you were getting the drum in ears and you were getting the vocals. Is that kind of what happened? I have maybe no, to this Actually, day. I have no, no idea, idea. But yeah, that's probably right. the smartest suggestion i've heard yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's that made me rethink it yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and you haven't had any tragedies like that with heartline no because we've got like we we put a lot of money into just having like our gear just being like the best stuff like no we yeah. didn't we didn't want to go cheap because like we see like, there's so many shows that we went to where they were running behind because of in-ear stuff that is like the number one cause of like problems that we saw so we're like all right we want a way to set it up where it's like not gonna cause it problems we want to be as easy as possible and that's where matt helped us again he's been doing like he he, like that that's that was the start of him basically doing like he does live sound for us as well yeah cool um that was the sort of the start of him doing the live sound for us because he sort of built our in-ear rig rig, and everything so he was like he wanted to sort of keep coming and um helping with it and um yeah and sort There's of more being, being the tech now, yeah, yeah so now yeah. it's now yeah it just runs like clockwork now it's like so simple like i didn't think i'd ever be able to understand how an in rig works but this is like perfect because he matt taught me to sort of set yep. it up and stuff and now i kind of have a basic understanding like um on the lunar relica tour on the first leg um, on the east coast Matt couldn't come so I had to do all the setting up all the in ear rig and stuff which was yes. that ma- like that made me have a newfound respect for yeah, Matt and just weird. just like just sound text like yeah. all this I was just like <laughs> I had so much to do and I was like and then play so yeah. that was 
like not as enjoyable <sighs> like that moment that moment where you're like sitting there you're getting everything ready and you're like all right i think it's ready to go mm. and then you're finally like all right let's go and then you go if if something goes wrong after that because i know that's happened to me mm. i've like had my wireless for my guitar yeah. and it, it, during sound check everything was working it was fine literally like as i went to go up and start playing shit itself that's yeah, literally dude, that's yeah that, that's Near like nev i was like, like me oh. every show <laughs> I was like, is this just a line six thing or is this just like, yeah. like an actual <laughs> problem, like a demon that technology demon? <laughs> well, we, I think Matt, this is where we're going to be talking about Matt a lot. It seems because he's like, we, 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 we think of him as like, as a member of Heartline. He's yeah. not like, it's not like Heartline sound guy. He's like really integral to the band. And yeah. it shows when Nev was talking about the problems in his wireless pack and Matt had a look and I think you've oh. been using... Like a way too powerful like like power cord for yeah, it. Different voltage. Like different oh, voltage really? power cord. And he and Matt was like, this should have like blown by now. Like oh, like shit. he was looking for like melting and stuff. He's like, I don't know how this hasn't died yet. So I think it has something to do with yeah, that. It probably has. You just wanted to make sure that battery was damn full. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like a 15 volt for something that should have had Nine. 12 volts. Oh, 12. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, oh, yeah. Wow. And Matt was like, anything like 0.6 higher should have burnt just this thing. It was out, three yeah. volts yeah. higher and it's Obviously still Obviously a good alive. fail safe, I guess. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, what were you? Uh, sh- what were you drum showering or shower drumming to? Are you holding it now? No, you're going to be oh, a deep. Please tell me it was Phil Collins in the air tonight. No, yeah. I can't <laughs> stand that song. Oh, no. I bet. As a drummer, everyone's like, "Oh, Phil Collins." Yeah, you're like, no, like, bro. Literally, like two <laughs> hits on Phil. that. Yeah. Two yeah. hits on that. Two hits it's on that. It's just bro. iconic. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was in a day to remember guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember the name of the songs, but. Anything off of like Homesick or yeah. like The Downfall of Us All was the yeah. first song. That was like everyone's favorite song for a while. Mm-hmm. Metal, yeah. metal drums wise. Yeah. Um, but then stuff like Memphis Mayfire is my favorite band. So like yeah. Miles Away, which is just the super sad. Feels, song. yeah, the real, yeah. real, real but sad. But it's just so good to just I was listening to the belt it out. Yesterday, actually. Oh, I fucking wow. love that song. That whole album is fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually cranking some of their new stuff. There's a song called like Make Believe, I think it's called. Yeah. Off the new one. The album is really good. Yeah. yeah. I really like it. Good album. Yeah. 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 Vocals are just fucking Oh, yeah. Wild. He's Man, really good. So good. He's really good. Not only his clean sing, but then that low transition that he goes down to the scream is so crisp. Just everything he puts out is just so, yeah, so dialed. That's yeah. why I think that album, I mean, that was like 2010 or something, I reckon, the first one. Is that the one the, with the rose on it? Nah, the one that's like the this, the that, the it's fucking like The sinner, the... Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. Like, for that time as well, like, yeah. yeah. That, the yeah. vocal technique that he had just stood out compared to everyone else yeah. that was doing it. I um, yeah, Challenger was my like. That's where I discovered such a good Memphis, album. and yeah, I, yeah. I, I, that's probably still my favorite album by them. Wow, Just, yeah. I think it's the one that came straight after. Yep, yep. The one you're talking about, yeah, I really love that album. I had like, <laughs> I did like pirated the, like the whole album and like edited the like on my computer like edited the, like the artist album so I like felt like I'd, I've got the proper album yeah. they weren't like, like, they weren't like <laughs> you put the image into the metadata I did right? I did yeah. I went google images I got it I put it in and everything Fuck yeah dude yeah I, I, I used I, I had like a really reliable site that was like I think it was like I think it was called skull mp3 or something oh, like that classic, or like mp3 classic. skull or something like yeah. that yeah. yeah like kids today will never understand oh, nah. that we went 
went through to get fucking yeah. albums and shit. Like, and yeah. not pay for them. We could have yeah. paid for them. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. Like, I've just got PTSD I'm a from Pov Kid from the suburbs, man. I'm going to get bear these shit. for free. Yeah. You know Bear Shit? Oh, yeah. And LimeWire. 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 FrostWire, I think it was called. I used to love getting iTunes gift vouchers for my birthday and Christmas and stuff because if I got like. 30 bucks I'd be like Alright that's like One big album Or like two Sort of like Normal ones I was yeah. like I've got to choose Really wisely yeah. here And yeah, I like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Decide Sometimes I bought Like four singles From one album well, <laughs> well, how do, what, what do you think Of how now How streaming Has changed The landscape of music Compared to back then When it was iTunes and CDs And vinyls even I guess Well I, I, My only like knowledge of what it like was maybe i'm thinking of a bit further back was you just parkway drives documentaries i've done are just like awesome and yep. like i've got the like the, that book that 10 10 years of parkway yep. drive book yep, as well yeah. drawer at home, yep. and it was just like really yeah you've got that too yeah nice you've got a mic bro <laughs> <laughs> why are you whispering yeah. as well on top of not using your mic you can whisper in the mic as well you've got, i got that too baby <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, they they talk about how like they got discovered. It was like local uh, local record stores would get the new records in, and obviously I think it was um, Killing with a Smile was produced by Adam from Kill Switch Engage. Yeah, yeah. So yep. that was like the, that was like why it got um, attention from like small record stores. So, so people would have like the the person that would run the record store would like play obviously vinyls all day, and people would come in and shop they'd be a lot busier than record stores are today oh, yeah. so basically people that collect them today yeah and um yeah people would be really interested they'd be like oh who, who's this and a lot of the time it would have been like yeah, it's parkway drive young guys from byron and it would be so awesome if that was sort of how it happened today because well, like your music would attract attention but like now people hear a song on like artist radio after they finished an album and yeah. it's like oh that's cool like it next, next. and like they won't yeah. even bother to go on like the nowadays it's literally like uh <laughs> playlists i feel it's playlists yeah. and like just marketing in general like yeah. half of what a band is mm. now is like marketing mm. yeah which is like which sucks because i'm the kind of like purist where it's like it should be about good music yeah good 100%, music should I be recognized yeah and there's probably thousands of bands out there that are huge yeah that will just never get heard yeah that's it 100 yeah. percent. i mean like, yeah. i'm guilty of it as well like sometimes i'll just hear a really cool song and i'll just like give it a like but yeah cool i'll come back to that and then yeah. like sometimes i don't for like a year and i'm like oh i forgot about i forgot i like yeah. that song especially when like, it's just so yeah, it's too easy my yeah. like songs is so big that it will you know the ones yeah. that i added yeah. fucking five years ago they'll yeah. pop up around and I'm like fuck this is huge yeah, so yeah. <laughs> the band's released three fucking albums yeah, since then yeah. Or something. Yeah. but what you were saying about Parkway as well well the other massive thing was the split EP with Prom Queen yeah, yeah. that yeah, doesn't true. happen anymore either yeah. so like, you think about how much that was like a that allowed them to mm. go and record with, with Adam actually yeah. that um, does do happen I saw a split EP recently really between Alpha Wolf and uh, holding holding abs, yeah. Really? All right. Well, and it's rare. All right. It's, it's very rare. rare we, but like, yeah. We, we call it an EP. We did a split single release. <laughs> no, it's not an EP. Yeah, we single. did a split single release okay. just on small vinyls with yeah. the last martyr. So yeah, yeah, like that that was really cool. Um, so obviously it was Delorean on one side and their song Sugar, Sugar yeah, on the other side. That's cool. That was, that, that was really cool. Yeah, um, that was through Anti Vinyl Vinyl Club. That's yeah. It. I, think yeah. That, so. I think that should happen more. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought it was great. About it from like. Not only do people get to experience like the cool uh, vinyl, so it costs less for you guys because you're splitting the costs in half. Yeah. But then you, you're finding out someone new, and it's also like a marketing opportunity. Yeah. So yeah. whoever was buying it for to to hear Delorean on vinyl also gets 
like the last murder. So that's potentially a new listener for them and yeah. vice versa. I think they have a lot more listen, listeners than us. So we were stoked because then people that are supporting and listening to the last murder get a taste of us on the back. So that might draw them to us. So yeah, but okay. So Spotify, like artist radio and the songs that you hear after songs that autoplay, the only reason why I found out about sleep token in like 2017 or something was because of that. Mm. Mm. So like, I, I think, I think Spotify is doing like a really cool thing in that way. Mm, to for sure. Oh yeah. Help people discover for so sure, many yeah. random bands like that That's have true. not well, much, much following that, back then. Yeah. I use that little section of like bands that sound like this. So yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Always go there. Then like, you know, listen to their top three and then go, yeah, yeah fuck oath. Let's go deeper really into I mean, the... So yeah, oh, they're definitely helping in that regard, but it's again, it's just got you got to be lucky to catch people mm, doing yeah. that. That's um, how I discovered Memphis May Fire though, except it was on a site. This was before Spotify. It was a site called Last.fm. Yeah, and yeah. I would literally look up like I I think like the first metalcore band I got into was Amity Affliction, and I look I looked up their page, and then there was also a similar bands page, and I go on that, and I would just like scroll and listen to every single one, and I was so picky back then, like there were so many things I didn't like, and then through that is how I found Memphis and a lot of other bands that I've listened to for years. So like, yeah, a similar thing's been page. happening. <laughs> we're on the same page. Yeah, okay, we're on the same page. Yeah, there used to be a site that I that I got heaps of like small bands followed like Shapist and stuff like mm. that Shields UK yeah, when they right. first came yeah. out it was called Core to the Core and they just used to release like compilation albums yeah, but you could just right. download them for free that's really so cool so like back when you were actually having to like put shit on your own phone yeah, or whatever, yeah. I just used to always be like oh they'd release a new one and I'd go like download that and there yeah, would always be about 10 of the songs that were fucking utter garbage <laughs> yeah. but, you would find, find, but you would find gems and to this yeah. day like, there's some and bands it, that I found from that yeah, time yeah that allows you to dive into that band yeah. like sort of follow them directly yeah well, you found out, speaking of sleep tokens so have you heard of Shields before from the Shields, UK no yeah so the no, um, you would like yeah you okay. would like it yeah. they broke up now unfortunately but uh, Sam the them. previous sleep token vocalist he was their clean vocalist for their whole time of existence. Oh, what? And I didn't realize that until I'd been listening to Sleep Token for a while as well, but I didn't put two and two together. Dude, that it spoilers. Was and uh, yeah, and they were fucking, they were sick. They were so good. Um, but again, I think one of their band members passed away. Oh, and then the band no, disbanded. Yeah, of course, and, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I so, found that like them off a fucking, when they'd had an EP that like, had less than a thousand views on YouTube. Yeah, um, right. And I was like, this is fucking mental. And then sure enough, you know, one of them ends up being sleep token for three years until whoever the other guy is that took over now. Yeah, current yeah. Vocalist, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I love that shit. That's why it's always good. Like, yeah. it, it's like, it's one of those things where like, I have to force myself to do it. I think yeah, that's the 100%. problem is that like, you get exactly. so complacent in like hitting fucking shuffle yeah. in all the songs that you've already got. Sometimes I'm like, I'm going to fucking actually, I'm going to find a new song today. Well, that's why I love like the release radar. And all those like spot of yeah. that are made for you. And there's one, I don't know if it's like directly tied to UNFD, like the label, but there's this uh, heavy music playlist called uh, New Music Friday. And every Friday they bring out, like they put up a whole bunch of new tracks. Yeah. That's it. Does um, Ethan, I think it's Ethan, yeah, Ethan Downey Parish. Downey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's, I don't think he's affiliated with UNFD. I think that's just, he's just really involved. I, I think, I, I wouldn't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure he just does it like he just finds all the bands that are like releasing and all the re releases and he posts them as well. Like it's killer, tags dude. every band and like yeah. it's really cool. And I think it just all goes into a playlist. Oh, it's on Silly Goose, hey? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking killer. Like he does a sick job. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Like, I think when we put out, I think we've, I think he's tagged us 
twice. It might have, or, or maybe it was only just once. But like, it, it genuinely made me really happy. Like when I was like, oh, like it was like he he included us in that, like That's, our release. I'm yeah. just like, no way. I was like, we made it on Ethan's. We made it to New Music Friday. So yeah. that made me so happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I find heaps of new tracks, especially yeah. Australian tracks. Yeah, exactly. On there. It's yeah, fucking yeah. It's really good. Such a good time for Australian music at the moment. We talk it about really that is. so much, yeah. but I, it's it's really come out of the pandemic. Things have just mm. fucking exploded and. I want to talk a little bit more about your guys' tour, obviously, with Relica and Loon. Of course. Um, that show was wild. One of the first things I picked up on, obviously seeing you guys live first time, I got to stroke your ego here, Michael. Drums were fucking insane. <laughs> that was such Thank a you. good set. And uh, yeah, that was, the sound's Actually, always yeah, good. Actually, I remember you mentioning that. You were like, but dude, they're fucking I'm, drummers off their dial. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, snare yeah, yeah. just was like fucking, I was coming in my little yeah. jocks. Like, <laughs> dude, that's good. <laughs> when, um, when the reverb gets turned up for that one uh, bomb. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but how was that tour for you guys? Tell us a little bit more about that. Obviously, it gets broken in half. Do you guys get COVID as well? You managed to dodge the COVID, but the tour gets... Yeah, I did. We, we all got it. We all got I it. Didn't. I didn't. Yeah, he's never, he's never, he's he's the kid. He's never got it. He's never had COVID. I've, I've never had it. Wow, I've, dude. I think I worked with people with it leading up to the tour. Didn't get it. And then on the tour, spent the whole time next to Fraser, who had it. Yeah. Um, as it turns out, I didn't get it either. Wow, superhuman. Um, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Which yeah, but it was nuts. Like everybody was getting sick. And yeah, it was like in the days after the tour, like there was like one person like, "Hey guys, I've tested positive," and then there was another person, "Hey guys," and then like I think by by three days after that weekend, like the whole touring party, I, I think I think it was like the whole touring party except for Mike and maybe a couple others that just that didn't get it. But it yeah. was pretty much maybe everyone. that's why the drum sounded so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Everything else laughs> yeah. Nah, nah. Actually, the snare bombs. This is another shout out to Matt. He yeah. is a genius yeah. at live sound, and that's why that stuff happens. Oh, yeah, oh, it was he, so good. He literally like he crafts our sets so well. He comes to mm. practice sometimes and like yeah. works on it. But there, yeah. was, there was even one time at Lion Arts, he was like, he's like pitch perfect, but with frequency. Yeah. So you could hear in the bass, he's like, oh, that's 600 hertz. I don't like that. And he Freaking. EQ'd it live. Just yeah, okay. Like, wow. Not yeah. a note, he's just a, a frequency. Just picks yeah. it up. And he's like, oh, so he's probably doing it to the rooms as well. Yeah. yeah. You guys yeah. better make him listen to this because you've literally fucking just. Yeah, we will. Yeah. <laughs> So what did you say? You didn't hold the mic then. Yeah. yeah. Hey, do you want to repeat it into the <laughs> yeah, mic? You're going to like no, turn just... up the gain and be like, what did he say? And you'll just hear this tiny little like little worm in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> yeah, go on. Uh, on the COVID note, it was very difficult to distinguish between us having COVID or just being really sleep deprived. Yeah. Because we had the roughest time at the yeah. end of We had a really rough time. So you guys time. were obviously driving. Was that the yeah. 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 It was oh. the overnight. And you were like hell party mood. <laughs> yeah, you went goblin oh, mode. I was, I was, yeah. I wasn't party. I was so sleep deprived that I just turned into a goblin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it went backwards. You went, yeah. Because yeah. 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 we got, what, what was it? It was between... Yeah, like yeah. What was it what, so I'd organised with our so we we booked accommodation about an hour out of Newcastle on the way to Brisbane just to knock off an hour hour and a half of the drive so we'd have less the next day, and um I like we'd organised with them that we we're gonna get there like well after hours like two three a.m. So I was like, how can we organise so we can get into our room? They're like, yeah, like it's a really quiet area. We'll just leave your room unlocked and the key inside for you. And of course, we get there at like two two thirty in the morning, and there wasn't a single. We tried every door, even to oh, the point of it. But there was one lad, big big 
dude just comes out of one of the rooms like really mad be like look what are you doing like, we're, just, like, dude, we're just trying to find our room dude, and then he like comes over like sneaking past us just like sussing our yeah our whereabouts sussing your whereabouts yeah and then he just yeah, left dude. and like we we asked him like how do we get the key like what's the process and then he was like oh they usually just like leave it unlocked or keep the key somewhere yeah. and then we're like yes yeah, yeah that doesn't really help and then he's like all right cool and then he like walks back to his apartment but like well sorry next to his apartment gets in his car and just drives off and this is at like 2 30 and we, 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 we were still there for another like 20 minutes after that to try and like find a way in we considered like trying to get in through like these little tiny windows and everything oh, and he still yes. didn't come back after that it was really weird yeah, was at like weird. three in that the morning hell weird. so um yeah uh, this was outside of Newcastle. Yeah. It was oh, a little, so little country town called Nabiak. Nabiak. It was Nabiak. Yeah. It was called Nabiak Motel. And it, was, oh. uh, it was a giant giant pub, like really like big, like massive like gaming room and like big bistro and everything. It was like no a really keys, cool, like, and obviously with accommodation out the back, but no keys. Yeah. Oh, so we, the Nabiak Hotel, we were like, bro. we'll just yeah. keep driving we'll, towards Brisbane and keep, we'll try and like call and like late night motels along the way. And we made a lot of calls. You were my, uh, you're my um, assistant. Oh, so yeah, as you can see, Nev's communication can be pretty, pretty bad. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just put it plainly. <laughs> Fuck you. And True. Nev decides to be the one to try and call these motels at like three in the morning, three thirty. By the time that we've He's called some the of them, from Delorean on the phone. And I didn't think about this until after, but there's going to be no one at reception on these things. They're not like those like old twenty four hour. They always have people sitting yeah. there, but the owners have the phone connected to their mobile. So when it rings out and no one answers it at reception the call gets sent to their mobile. So we woke about three different people up <laughs> at three in the morning, being like, hey, do you have any accommodation for us? And it was all really harsh no's. Like one guy was like, nope, looks like you're sleeping in your car tonight, mate. Really? I, was like, I was like, I know. Like I, I know, don't worry, I know. You probably would have been better <laughs> off just going to like a big hotel like Stanford or something like that. Because they're always going to have be staff. Yeah, but we were, we were nowhere near. Like oh, we were already okay. an hour and a half out of out of Newcastle, and we we're like, it wasn't even in our minds to go to backwards. Go back, like yeah. we're not going to go backwards. And yeah, I think Nev was trying to call, and I just wasn't explaining things well. Like I was listening; it was making me really yeah, anxious. Thanks. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, why am I? Yeah, you you said we we we've been like our accommodation fell through. Like I, I think we were worried. We, it was probably not a valid concern. We were so sleep deprived. We were worried that he was making it sound like we were bad tenants. <laughs> like we got party. kicked out or something. Yeah. So we're like, we're like, I was like, shut up, shut up. And he's like, I'll pass it. I'll pass it to my like. You, you called me something like your associate. Yeah. I'm he's associate. like, I'll, I'll pass you. <laughs> my associate and like why did he call me that why did he call me an associate it was really funny felt good though yeah you? no i felt great i felt powerful um yeah and obviously none of that worked so we just drove straight to brisbane like which was like another seven hours oh. fraser and i drove to brisbane that's true you drove for like those five of those slept. hours we slept so for a bit fraser drove i sat next to him yeah and kept and then, company. And then how was the gig then you <laughs> It was actually oh, good. I think I it was really actually really it, good. Yeah. Um, the Brisbane one. Yeah, that was the best show. Yeah, that, that was, was the sick. best show of the tour. So, did you get some rest when you got to Brisbane? Yeah, so I as soon as like business hours opened, I think we 
um, once Fraser and Mike moved into the back to sleep and Nev and I went to the front, Nev was driving and... We were trying to find waterfalls. <laughs> he thought it was a bit quiet. We were listening to music and all that Nev says was, we just need to find a waterfall. <laughs> just had a random obsession. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I just need to, need to like be just washed with water i was like do, do you want to go to the beach instead you're like oh yeah that's probably better yeah <laughs> yeah so we ended up going we found like a king's cliff we just went to like it was like the first beach that came up and it was like just after sunrise or like maybe like a an hour after sunrise and we all just sort of got in the water because we just needed to sort of freshen up and i called the motel and explained i was like You've had a booking there and you didn't let us in. <laughs> they get them like we have get our money back straight away and you yeah. use that instantly to like get a motel real close to the Brisbane airport and we went straight there and slept for like two hours before the show. Yeah, I think that saved out. us. I think that really I saved know, us. Man. I didn't save you. You didn't feel good, did you? Nah, dude. Was that when you guys had COVID as well? Uh, maybe we did by that point. Like yeah, maybe yeah. that was it like was the start after that it. show. There was other people that were getting like sick as. So I think Nev was coming down with it pretty bad at yeah that point. yeah i don't know in the in the fuck yeah yeah well i mean apart from that <laughs> i mean apart from the, the the fuckery with the driving it sounds like the tour itself actually yeah it was so much fun like i i i can't handle going to like work at my job like without having like seven to eight hours of sleep like i i really struggle but for some reason having three hours of sleep in a van and then with the boys with these guys with playing the a show is just the funniest and like the best times i've ever yeah. had like it's like because that's what i want to do like exactly, yeah it's yeah. not my it's not my like day job where i yeah. have to work and adrenaline's a hell of a thing yeah it? exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, you're living your passion man you're that's it yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i've done stand-up shows before where i've like when i did fucking fringe a few years ago and i did like 25 shows in a month and wow just, like, i was working <laughs> my full-time job as well and then oh. like so uh, working, finishing at like six yeah. o'clock because I was like, can I finish at six? So I'm at least like starting an hour later. But then my show wasn't until 9.50. So I was having to like just either sit around work because I knew if I went into the garden, I was just going to fucking get way too blind and yeah. I knew I had to do it again <laughs> the next day. Um, but like as soon as the I was in the mode of like our show starting and like the other guys are going on and like the adrenaline is just, it's so fucking powerful. Mm. But the flip side is once that adrenaline dump happens at the end, you're like, yeah. shoot me in the fucking face. Like yeah. every morning having to get up and go to work, I was like, I'll throw myself into yeah, the dude. next car I see. <laughs> but again, as soon as that night that night came around again, I'm out the back, I'm fucking yeah. hyped. Yeah. I'm yeah. so excited. Like it's yeah, just wild I'm, how much. I'm the worst, I think, for like, like driving straight after like at the end of the night like doing the first driving i think i've i rarely i think i've done that like once or twice we were seeing stuff at one point yeah yeah i i reckon i hallucinated nev talking to me at one point and that was when i decided that <laughs> nah. i had to like pull over and get a like stop for someone else to drive like it was yeah. it was actually genuinely freaky yeah like, yeah um i was driving and uh, Nev, my phone was dead, so Nev was ha Nev had maps up, um, and this was like we had a rule that whoever was in the front seat stays awake with the driver. So there's two yeah, people awake, and like, I look, obviously I looked over and everyone was asleep, and I was by myself. I was like, oh no! Yeah. And then after a little bit, Nev woke up because he was like navigating, and 
Navigating. Navigating into the mic is a good joke. No. Yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a good joke. Dude. He's whispering no. all these zingers into it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Own it, man. We're gonna find, um, we'll make like a little like compilation of Nev's whispers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I wanted to fans. ask. <laughs> only Nev's. Only Nev's. Only Nev's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to ask Nev like how long until the turn off or something, and I thought I said that. Like I remember myself <laughs> saying, I was just, like, I was just like, oh Nev, like how long till we turn off? And I didn't get a response, and I was like, it's really weird. And I like turned around, and Nev was just sort of like sitting there, like, like oh, he was like on his phone. I was like, oh, so he's awake. And then after like a minute or so, I was like. I don't think I actually said that. <laughs> and then I said it and I was like, yeah, that time I definitely said it. And he answered, I was like, shit, I full thought I spoke yeah. that. And I was like, all right, I'm pulling over. I'm like, this is dangerous. <laughs> yeah. That was really, yeah. That that's, was so good. that's the biggest tour you guys have, have done? Uh, I mean, same amount of shows as the first one, the Circles yeah, one. The circles who was the first one? one? Yeah. Circles, The Omnific and Future Static. Yeah. Who we love. That? They're like our best friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And how's that? That tour was sick as well. Yeah, that one was really good as well. Mm. I'll let someone else talk. I've been yapping yeah, everyone's no, ears yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I loved that tour. Watching Circles, especially if you haven't listened to them, watching oh, yeah, them every night was so good. Really? Those guys are incredible musicians. Yeah. Mm. Um, and the Omnific. Oh, actually, yeah, and the, yeah. On, everyone and on that tour static. actually was <laughs> crazy. And the Omnific now they're in they're in London right now. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I've never heard of them before. What kind of music are they? They're two bass players and a drummer. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, like some, some fucking pliffy fucking lowdown. It's shit. some of yeah. the hardest music I've ever heard. No, yeah. it's, it's so crazy. cool. Crazy. Yeah. It's really, really cool stuff. Um, and they were heaps nice as well. Yeah. They made some really good friends. Yeah. That whole tour, we just made heaps of good friends with people. Yeah, that's awesome. Which I think was what made it really awesome as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially Future Static. Like we clicked with them mm. so well. And so it just made the whole, it was our first tour, you know, I guess you're kind of nervous, you're going around with everyone. Don't want to step on any like people's toes that are in higher places and we're like really worried about people. Like we didn't know what like people at like the headline level and like managers or like any sort of, we just had no idea really like what Mm. to expect and it was just instantly like, yeah, like so welcoming and like, yeah. Yeah, that was the same with the Looney Relic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, same. We've had two really good experiences. Yeah, the Loon dudes are really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, had, we had such a yeah, good time. Same with Relica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah They're yeah. lovely. So I wanted to ask you about the actual sound of Heartline and kind of what influences you guys because the uh, etherical kind of like reverb-y vocals <laughs> and then the I've noticed a lot of like the pitch-shifted breakdowns and it's almost <laughs> like, you know, you guys are going towards like a, like a sound. But what kind of inspires that? Really great question. I... Yeah, so we do like, have some good ones. Yeah, you, you guys are great. Yeah, so Fraser, our guitarist, and our producer, Sam, they do all the songwriting, like structure and, uh, yeah, like production and stuff like that. And, like, we don't have much control over that, uh, at least in the past. Um, so, yeah, they just kind of, like, have sessions. And um, I know for a fact that, with some of the newer music, they like sit down and they kind of just like fuck around with really atmospheric sounds um, mm. as like a bass, as like this like mood board type thing. Mm-hmm. And they just have these like real nice, like, I don't know, uh, audio scapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah soundscape type <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Soundscape. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the things I noticed was the soundscapes were quite often based off your vocals, dude. 
they quite often well that that's what came yeah, to me yeah, okay, anyway yeah, like your vocals yeah, where it was like where they were trying to put the attention on and then the rest of it was like reverb drowned in the background yeah mm. right that's mm. cool because that like my bits are like the last yeah. bits to go on like yeah. I, 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 I don't write anything until I've got like the song there mm-hmm. because yeah that's just the way we've sort of done it so like yeah I think it's just like it just happens naturally like that yeah and that's good sort of man. you want it to be like that you don't yeah. want to be like have, have something there and then you're working your vocals to fit into that mm. you yeah. want it to sound like they, they gelled from the start yeah obviously you don't yeah you don't want it to like sound like it's being stitched together like like Frankenstein almost like you want it to yeah you, you want it to work real seamlessly and yeah. I think we, yeah, we sort of found a semi-decent way to do that yeah especially in this new one that you've haven't released yet yeah especially in that <laughs> yeah. one so that one Fraser and Sam yeah did like the soundscape stuff and that 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 project was originally connected to this concept project that we were going to do um and like listening to the whole thing i guess like a couple of years ago or something like it just it sounded like a game soundtrack mm. like it was it was very like i don't know cyberpunk dystopian type yeah type yeah thing. we wrote we wrote like a full like story there's like five songs i like, wrote like a full story and like each song yeah. would sort of progress that and it was like really it was like kind of like weird psychological sci-fi stuff <laughs> like it was really really <laughs> bizarre <laughs> and then we scrapped it that was like it was like our covid project sort of yeah. thing because like well like we can't we, we we didn't know what to do with our second ep like if we wanted to pump that or if we wanted to just sort of do this because we knew we weren't going to be able to play shows and stuff so we were really unsure yeah and then we just kind of pushed it um kept on pushing it on our end because we had like this other music that fraser and sam were doing that sounded so different um yeah. and it involved like more of us like you as like the, the main difference yeah well i wasn't involved in that project um i don't even really know why i think it's just like you guys had the ideas you, yeah, you kinda, yeah sam was programming drums and stuff yeah. and so I, I was studying uni at that time as well so i was like burnt out so much so i just didn't I didn't have the energy to You weren't going to be sitting there Arguing about a feel You were just like I'll just fucking play it Yeah well, I wasn't even there I mean, We weren't oh, even okay. planning On ever playing these live That was like This right. was literally Just meant to be a weird thing That just sort of was there Like we didn't even really Yeah Like yeah We weren't really intending it To be like a proper release And like it was just Yeah we Wanted to just do something Really weird and experimental And Yeah like Fraser and Sam Were really inspired by you know that like really experimental Bring Me album? I forgot what it's called. Music to and then a hundred different things like yeah, dance to. Okay, so yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that one. Yeah, yeah. they just kind of wanted to do something real experimental, but like obnoxiously heavy yeah. with this like basics, like fucked tunings. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I mean like the song that we're releasing uh, Friday the 19th, which <laughs> this won't come out till later yeah, anyway. It's, it's out now. It's, it's out. Street Listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like right, it's just... <laughs> filthiest track but with like really clean vocals and like not not many screams so like yeah just yeah the first like vocal ideas back like like two three years ago now like i don't think a single one of that is on oh no there is within um after the first chorus yeah actually yeah one one sort of like yeah the, the sort of second verse melodies like that's the only thing that survived vocally from um yeah, from like when we initially wrote it, in like twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. So it changed a lot, but yeah, we because we we've liked it, like we liked like the the concept of it and the main riff, and 
um, writing a chorus for this song was the hardest thing I've ever written for because we just like I, I wrote a hundred different ideas and just we were just never happy with it. Like it was always like, yeah, nah, it's it's not right. Like I don't want to don't want to put it like put it out like this. Like so that's why it's taken so long to like actually use it because we haven't been comfortable with it like we didn't it hasn't been what we wanted from it until yeah. now like it was the yeah. best you, you feeling like got these the vibe and the chorus and the lyrics that you want to portray but mm. if the the song doesn't match up to it you're not going to be singing about this but the song is giving you this emotion yeah mm. that's right yeah. yeah yeah it's it was really really hard and yeah i think it actually really did help when i decided what i wanted to write it about and so i wrote it about this um like book series that i really love and i've just like just finished reading and like listening to the audiobooks of i don't know if you know that you might have seen the movie i am number four no, no, the one no. yeah well that's probably good because the movie sucks <laughs> the book series <laughs> the, books is a, good, the yeah. books are amazing and yeah i sort of I based it off like off that series yeah. so like i really like writing things about other things that I like, um, like media, like like books and movies and mm-hmm. yeah. and um, stuff like that. And it was the first time I got to do that, like for Heartline, like not just like my own stuff. Like yeah, yeah and right. that made it go really well because I could pull um, moods and themes from the series itself, where it would match the melodies that I've written for sure. um, yeah. for ten. I just realised I could say the name of the song because it's going to be out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just realised. Yeah. It's been called Chaotic for yeah. as long as I was we remember. Almost, I almost said I that too. Know the name. Oh really? <laughs> 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 yes. Oh so damn! Good. And then there's this other song off of the project called Lose. Yeah, it's a cover song. So okay. we should probably explain you didn't the concept. Give them the cover song. I just sent ten. because you said give the music video. So give oh, the yeah, music, no, the music video. video is sick. <laughs> So you did a music video for the cover song, or are you talking about the one for ten? No, for the one for ten yeah, that yeah, we yeah. sent through. So that was um, that was all Nev. And does Jack have yeah, a Jack, yeah, business yeah. like name, or is it just yeah? So he's yeah. a part of Ten K Productions, but um, yeah, Jack Carey. He he helped out. Um, he was the cinematographer on the on the music video. Cool, very cool video. As well. Yeah, that thanks, was, man. That was yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I directed it, edited it, and like I like doing in house stuff like that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I think like we try our best to do in-house, like to do things in-house, like with Matt, I guess that's close to in-house. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like I really like doing the, the visuals for us. Well, yeah, visual expression is sometimes just as important as the audio expression too, because you're really paint, yeah. like, painting that picture of what the song means on a whole other level. Exactly. Yeah. And that's been a really important part of the band for basically since the start was that the visual elements and um, the sort of image and... Um, of each release and stuff and that's what Nev again doing stuff in house where Nev's been really good with graphic design and his animation like we've been able to not have to spend like all this money going to really good graphic designers because we've got one in the band and it's like Nev pumps his own vision and passion into it as well so we don't even have to like I've never even really had much of a say in I don't want you to say artwork (laughs) in like album artwork or or stuff like that, and I don't, I don't need to because like I just, I just know whatever Nev, yeah, Nev's going to pump out is going to be just like yeah. Yeah. absolutely perfect, Fucking yeah. Earth. And that's been the case like since we started, yeah. yeah. But I think from like the second EP, that dialed I, in, just yeah, we just kind of dialed it in, and I got a lot absolutely. better. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I love that fucking EP yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. thanks, man. 
The sound as a crow flies is my favourite fucking yeah. sound. Yeah, I was going to say that's my favourite too. Yeah. yeah. That fucking breakdown at the end, I'll kick both my David. Like, 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 and I've got my, my wife had a kid a week ago and I'll fucking punt it to that breakdown. <laughs> that's like, fucking epic. Yeah. I was going to say, it, I was going to say, fucking bit. I was going to say congrats on that, you, by the way, but now I'm, now I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> when we saw you guys live and you played that breakdown, me and him turned to each other and we were like, yeah, dude. <laughs> Thank so, you. That was brutal. Yeah, it's, it's a yeah, Speaking it's killer. Snare bombs and fuck. Yeah. yeah, absolute chaos. I think. Dun it, dun what it. I love is, uh, <laughs> yeah, the the what some bands are doing really well now. I think Relic is another good example. Probably earlier Wind Waker, maybe more than their newer stuff. That the ability to really uh, blend the the great melodic, like uplifting, sort of mm. lighter stuff, and then just fucking brutalize you. I love yeah. that. It's my favorite kind of like. I don't know. Genres almost it's becoming a thing now yeah. where like, you know, we're kind of departing can... from oh, yeah. that. Yeah, another yeah. good example where you're just like you get caught in a trap of like, oh, this song maybe is just like a really yeah, chill yeah, one yeah. and then all of a sudden That's you know, what you... I really wanted to do with the end of ten, where like there's been very minimal screams through the whole song and then just the last thing, I just kind of just I remember when I first I first recorded it and sent it to Nev, I was just like I was just trying to do some really fucked scream stuff and just yep. make it nuts and like the, the the first one that i did that i sent is like the one that is in the song yeah. so i was just i was just like that's sick i just dialed up the d distortion to make yep. it sound really messed up yeah and yeah and that yeah like yeah like you said it's just sort of nice going into that like clean it's like I, I, we like the unexpected stuff is yeah, yeah. um that's yeah. what we like to try and do like sort of break the um expectations on things yeah well on, on 10 i um kind of got the vibe of it was almost like old thornhill i don't know if you've ever yeah, like okay. had yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was almost the vibe i kind of got yeah, cool. and then i was like oh is there going to be screaming because in your other stuff there's a whole lot of screaming yeah. and it wasn't until the very end yeah, yeah, yeah. actually in there is that kind of where you guys are going to go a bit more on that kind of clean singing path or are you still just going to just do whatever feels right for that song yeah i think we are leaning a little bit more towards cleans more often um pussy <laughs> he doesn't even like He doesn't even like Clean singing I don't even like it I'm fucking with you nah, it's, it's a lot more I mean for me personally It's a lot more enjoyable um, To write And perform um, Like I love doing screams But not Like for Like half or more Of a mm -hmm. set Like, like I've just, I, I'm, I wouldn't be built For like a deathcore band Or anything Because yeah. I just get a little bit like I suppose uninspired is a bit harsh, but I just wouldn't really know what to do after a little while. I feel like Change I'm sort of like being being repetitive and like even just yeah. like movements with it, like being just sort of like angry, heavy. I like to sort of move around, like um, even just like just like dance a little bit, like write groovy melodies that sort of make you want to like move around and stuff. I find that a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, look That's at what I'm sort of Relica just fucking dancing yeah, around exactly. the whole time. Like, it's like it's a whole other mm, element to the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, instead of just the one foot on the fucking fullback, oh, no, yeah. yeah, like <laughs> just fucking, leaning down. Yeah, yeah. I think the juxtaposition hand on top of the mic like this. Yeah, yeah. I think the difference it. between when it comes to screaming and clean singing. When you're, when you're kind of clean singing a fair bit and then it leaves room for the screams to be aggressive. Yeah, and to exactly. actually build that suspense. Because mm. if you're screaming the whole way through, I mean, you know, I love screaming. Yeah, if you're screaming yes. the whole way through, right, it's almost like there's like one level of kind of like intensity the mm. whole time. 
I like songs that dip and sway yeah. and build yeah. up and break down. All Absolutely, that kind of stuff. yeah. That's, that's exactly that. what we're like. Yeah. And it makes the scream or a breakdown or whatever just hit that much harder. Yeah. And again, that's where it creates that hole. You don't see it coming. Yeah. Whereas like when a song, it's like, cause on the flip side of that, when a band is notoriously heavy all the time, notoriously screaming all the time, and then it doesn't break down and you feel you're robbed, like, you're like, what the fuck? Dude, exactly, yeah. 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 So it's like you, you kind of back yourself into a creative corner when you like start That's out right. in that way because everyone's always expecting it. And then when it doesn't come, it feels like you've fucking been cock-teased. Yeah. Um, whereas for you guys, again, even with the new song, yeah. you didn't really, it just was good you know, on its own, still had so many cool elements about it. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm sure we're still going to hear some breakdowns, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, thank yeah. God. <laughs> so talk about the future of Hardline then. Let, let's 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 dig into that. Mm. Yeah, so we have a EP that we've just finished recording and producing and stuff like that that we're about to send off to um Nick from Thornhill. Yep. He so he, so he did he did that, DeLorean that and Ten and Loose that are yeah. that are now out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Did you say he mixed them? Yeah. Sick. <laughs> Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we got EP coming out. <laughs> oh my god! <gasps> Can you just fucking answer it? I'm not answering this. Okay. Um, let Michael answer, actually. Yeah, yeah let Michael answer. What? <laughs> a- anything else? So that's kind of it. That's like the EP. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll steer the nah, ship. No, not yet. Yeah, so we're still because right, okay. Thornhill are touring like crazy at the moment. So yeah. we're sort of we'll be it'll, he'll be sneaking in. Mixing the mixing when the EP when he, when he can. Um. Oh, also, Ethan from Thornhill co-wrote one of the songs, which will be the, the which will be the lead single. Sounds yeah, right. yeah. Sick. it'll be the that first release dope. single of yeah. So that sounds like Thornhill. Yeah, we actually played that one live, so you might recognize it when you hear it. Mm, yeah, okay, yeah. That's yeah. Sick. And then we do a polyrhythm in that. Talk, talk more about polyrhythms, Mike. Yeah, yeah Mike, talk about polyrhythms. Tell, tell the audience about polyrhythms. We wouldn't have ever talked about it before. It's uh, we do a seven polyrhythm, uh, and we're just we're just playing groupings of seven. So it's literally just a breakdown. But it's yeah. because it's a grouping of seven. It's odd, so it's gonna yep. it's not gonna line up at the end of the bar. It crosses bars and it creates this new like tempo. Like yeah, the, the new rhythm kind of thing. It's not four four. No, yeah. <laughs> like it's in four four, but it's yeah, it's but it goes out of it, going yeah. outside of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, which we I really know, push just really them cool. boundaries. I I, I love <laughs> I love doing that stuff. Um, I think tastefully done. I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I get I get into the all the um, prog bands and stuff, and mm. I, I studied jazz at uni as well. Okay. Uh, so I got my bachelor's in music, so I kind of went pretty deep into that uh, a couple of years ago. And so then I, I really wanted to bring it to Heartline, but it's like, <laughs> how do you bring it in tastefully yeah, to our style? That's it, man. You don't yeah. want to just be like you know, wanky and throwing you know, it in just, for the fucking sake of it. Yeah, because yeah. it, it does get pretty annoying to listen to if it's not done. Yeah, hundred percent. And if it's yeah. it's nonstop like stuff that like the average music listener can't really grasp because like not everyone studies music and like understands complex music like so it would just be like to some people it would be very jarring. Well, that's you, why you some of the prog stuff is just like some people are just like what the fuck is exactly this? Like, you have yeah to have an appreciation for like what's actually happening at a yeah musical it's just a it's just a, it's just a taste like, in itself cool. yeah yeah. yeah. But we're literally opening the EP with a drum solo. So oh, I mean, see. like yeah. we're like well, kind of a prog band. 
got opening the EP with her drums. Oh, right. at the end of that. But is there song. is there ride the build? Though? That's what I want to know. Is there ride? I actually I don't use a ride for Heartline. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's just He's three now called both of you pussies on there. Right? <laughs> it's just three Chinas. That's all he uses. Yeah. Someone, someone call him a pussy before the show's over. Yes. So you've I'll, 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 I'll sneak that's it in, ambition. but I'll make it. I'll make it really organic. We've got the, we've got the questions coming up shortly, which is a, a set of questions we ask every guest. One of his answers. I just want to ex- be like pussy. pussy. Yeah. Be like pussy. Yeah. Yeah. And if you yeah. both call him a pussy at the same, same time, time. <laughs> points. That would be incredible. That would be, be fantastic. Incredible. So, so where do you see Heartline in, let's say, five years? Let's go there. What do you want to be doing? What's the, you want to get overseas? What's the kind of like long range goals? Where are you going, dude? Yeah, I need a week. I need a week. Bro, it's I not. It's, I know it's mid podcast. I've listened to podcasts where this happens. I'm going to put that out there. Pussy. Yeah, no, it's fine. I've done it before. Pussy. Yeah. yeah, ah, yeah. Now yeah, we're true. done too. Now we're done too. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. Uh, I'm so, down. I'd be fucking pissed. Nevin Michael, what's some long range goals for it. Heartline? Where would you like to go? What would you like to do? Yeah, I think like. Uh, would like to consistently tour yeah um and have that as just like a constant full-time uh position but i think like with music i i, I think expecting full-time work from it is i know like a, a bit too much mm. um so i think like right now we're just trying our best if something like have uh you know if we get like a label offer or if we um yeah, end up getting like full time tours and stuff like that. Like I would absolutely love that, but I think we've just gotten very depressed in the past when that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So we're just kind of <laughs> trying our best and like seeing what comes out of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and just like actually having fun in the process because yeah, we've also had scenarios where it just hasn't been fun, and we're yeah. like, fuck, yeah. all right. So like really keeping it fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think that's. But, kind of one of my biggest thing i just wanted to keep being fun like i you know if we don't go big oh well like you know it'd be awesome if we did but if at the end of the day i just wanted to be fun yeah um you know to be able to play shows hang out with the boys and and meet awesome bands and just keep making our own music and you've made some good music already so yeah and you guys have great chemistry it's like it's like you cringing at each other's fucking every move is great yeah fucking hate them but it's like you know for for the the podcast is the same for us we literally talked before you guys got here about like you know we keep we've doing it for three years we do it because it's fun like i've had the most crazy week i've just had a son be born i'm flying to sydney for work next week i've been promoted like Everything That's else it. other than the pods going on, and yeah. yet got to today, and I'm like, fuck Bumped yeah, pod yeah, night. Yeah. I've got you guys coming on. I was like super excited. So like, as long as it's still got that, and for you guys as yeah. well, if you've got a tour coming up and you're like, can't fucking wait, then it's worth doing it. Even yeah, if man. again, you know, maybe one of those shows has seven people or whatever. Yeah, dude. You're like, yeah. but I just we had a fucking great time getting here, and it's worth doing. Yeah. yeah, like we've even had experiences where the show hasn't been that good, but we just have a fucking blast. Yeah. yeah. It, it's really interesting how a lot of touring, like the cool bit isn't even the playing. Yeah. yeah. Like, just, like the playing is amazing. It's so much fun playing shows. But at the end of the day, it's like it was so cool, like driving across Australia to get there or like, you know, having to figure out airports and stuff. Yeah. You, yeah. you spend more time within the in-between moments. Yeah. So you, oh, you yeah, really have to enjoy so that. so much more time yeah, between shows than yeah. there is playing. We are, we're playing for 30 minutes. 30, yeah, literally. Yeah. But we're away for like four days. You're paying for yeah, like, yeah. A, like what, three hours in total across the whole the whole tour? Maybe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 I guess. 
Yeah. It's why we talk about Unify all the time, about how like we love Unify so much. It's like the, the bands have always been great, but that's not why we go. Yeah. It's for the drive over. It's for the fucking yeah. sitting in the campsite yeah, at 4 a.m. with that little Bluetooth speaker yeah. fucking yeah. head banging. Meeting new people. Meeting new people. Yeah. yeah. Like I've got a mate now that like I play fucking Xbox with him on a weekly basis. Oh, I met him at Unify in 2020. He's just like become like a hell good mate. We're like, we got to get yeah. you over there. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Deals. He's Shout out to Deals. He'll be listening. Yeah. Um, we have people like that. Yeah. Um, that's a great idea. I, um, a good friend of Nevin, Nevin mine, we, I, like I met him at the first unifier I went to, like we, I didn't realize, um, like we, we sort of hung out, met for a little bit and I saw he was wearing this, um, this blue jumpsuit with all these like song lyrics written on it. That's and cool. I, I looked, I, when I first met him, I looked and I was like, I've written on that. I, I wrote on it at a show in Adelaide I reckon it was like Polaris at the Unibar or make them suffer at Unibar and I I was like I've written on that and I brought it up and I was like turn around and I found it and and he was just like oh and he he named the show and I was like oh no way and yeah and then like we sort of hung out and everything like with who we're with um, who we travelled over with and everything and yeah like we're like still friends we're literally catching up on Saturday that's, he's, that's so yeah he's cool, in the man. army so he's always travelling and always yeah. away and stuff so yeah we're literally he isn't a pussy <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> he's gonna get some pussy redemption. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah, he's gonna he get some dished out. Bad karma. Even if it's not gonna get. Yes. In the comments of your new single, we're gonna be commenting. Yeah, yeah pussy, 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 pussy. pussy. <laughs> I'll be the just, first one. Yeah, yeah. What's his bass tone? Nev's a pussy. Yeah. What's his bass tone? What's his bass tone? It's his pussy ass fucking weak bass tone. Let's talk about polyrhythms. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, I think that's a think pretty that's good it. time to get into Let's the fucking questions. So nice. as we said, every guest that comes on, they get asked the same set of questions and uh, hit them with question number one. Mark. What we'll do is we'll get each of you boys to answer individually as well. Yeah. Instead yeah. of like, yeah, just getting things. Bit nervy. All right. Pussy. What is your favorite song of all time? Oh man. <laughs> a collective groan. Yeah. I don't so want to go first. Okay. Never, okay. never go first. I know, I know. You know? Okay. Two Way Mirror by Loathe. Oh, okay. okay. I haven't had a Loathe song before. No, like, fuck, yeah. yeah. That's... Do you want a why? Does he have to go into it? Yeah, or no, you, if you want us a little yeah, why, why, why? Give, give, give like... me a moment, please. Buy me some time. Yeah. When I broke my pinky. <laughs> Pussy. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was it. Uh, I know, dude. I was in the hospital. The song came out. I had it in my ears. And it made me feel better. So yeah. <laughs> I, know, I just think it's the most amazingly crafted song. It's fucking perfect. Yeah. I I can't I, I literally can't pick like a a f- all time favorite song because right, I, I go three, through su- I go through such phases. So like mm-hmm. like yeah, I'll, I'll be listening to something like and I'll be like, this is my favorite or this is my favorite mm-hmm. at a particular time. Right now. My favorite song is Worlds on Fire by Butterfly Effect. Mm. I'm just listening to a lot of like Butterfly Effect, Carnival, all just sort of old, older prog rock, prog metal yeah. stuff. And yeah, Worlds on Fire is like, they just open their album with an eight minute song. And I just think it's just such a big ball move. Like, yeah. like so, and, and it's just perfect. Like the way it sort of like, it just starts so subtle and just like builds up and goes back down. It's like got like a steady, like up and down until it just like, just blasts out right at the end. It's just amazing. Fuck yeah. And Clint Bose is an incredible singer. I love that guy. Love what about yeah. you, Michael? Uh, I'm going to go with a few as well because I can't. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. That caught me so off guard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of them would be uh, Vices by Memphis Mayfire. Yeah. yeah. I've challenged it. Good just track. Good amazing. Track. 
um, Johnny's Revenge by Crown the Empire. Yeah. Which is just, they're, they're like, they're a huge band for me when Circus I was like core. 14, 15. Yeah, it's a, all, the all that stuff. Sick. And then. One of the many bands of Empire and their title that came out all around the same yeah. time. Yeah. So I True. love the cheeky trend, fucking Empire it? or Crown. Yeah. Yeah. Empires and Crowns. Yeah. yeah. It, it, that. And then a more recent one would be um, Reptile by Periphery. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. 15 minutes. So it's like, you go Thornhill Reptile then. Yeah, also a yeah. Track. That's yeah. why I had to clarify. Yeah. but um, uh, it's a long one, but it's just the journey of the song. I just yeah. love it. It's awesome. Yeah, periphery yeah. fucking have some bangers. They got some polyrhythms. Yeah, they, <laughs> got they have some <laughs> serious polys <laughs> going yeah, on. Yeah. That's what we in the They're music poly'd call up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, well done. That was pretty good. All right. cool. Question number two. Who is your favorite comedian or comedic actor? Oh, dude. All right. I'm obsessed with Auntie Donna. Oh, I, I, I yeah. love Auntie Donna. They're like, not a comedian. Well, they're, well, they're, they're, a, they're a sketch comedy group. You have to pick one. No, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll let do You have to pick one. You don't make the rules, guys. These guys do. Yeah, <laughs> Sit down. Like fucking strong arm the pod. Bro. Yeah. He's not this is Wormholes, not Nevholes. 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 That's on only Nevholes. <laughs> oh, no. The Auntie Donna skit they did recently of the real estate agent. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's really good. They it's just put so out a good. show on ABC iView and it's so funny. It's really? just it's just complete absurd, ridiculous stuff. Like, and their podcast probably what I like consumed by them the most. Yeah, and it's just sensational. It's just random improv stuff, yeah. and I love it. I Fuck really yeah, love, it. love it. Well done, Nev. I'm going to say Broden from the from the Auntie Donna sketch group. Yeah. Why do you like Broden? Ah, uh, because he because he has a nice voice. <laughs> He does actually he have does. Yeah, he does actually. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah. Get out the queue. <laughs> <laughs> I think Nev's a pussy because he copied Luke. Yeah. Oh, fuck oh, yeah. Everyone here has to call Nev a pussy before <laughs> the podcast ends. <laughs> and then we'll release a compilation of that on yeah. Um Yeah, I'm going to be unique and Bill Burr. Yeah. yeah. Unique from Nev, not from, yeah. No, no, we've had popular. him a few times, but yeah. I mean, you can't go past him. Yeah. One of his yeah. go-to. Just mm. watching him with yeah. my brother when we're just hanging out, it's just goes so hard. <laughs> I, think he, I think he's probably like the angriest, most successful. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, a lot of the really angry, successful comedians, like pretty cool. Like, you know what I mean? They have the fucking mm. sweat. No, nah, he's just straight up like raging. Yeah. yeah. Yells. Massively yeah. fucking popular. Especially See the when, vein like, in his forehead in there. Um, their problems yeah and he's like what are you doing like, yeah. you know I mean? like some of the ones i've like have you seen the clips of him just like ripping an audience like an audience just being like telling them everything that's wrong with their city like and just like and you're hearing the <laughs> yeah. crowd be like they're like this seems personal yeah um i love that that's my i fucking love that shit that's so good when he's just what like, are your favorite comedians Ooh. oh yeah mine's, set out for a while. yeah mine's louis ck i always go for louis ck Penis out of sight. Yeah. Penis comedy. out of sight? Um, you don't know about the Louis C.K.? No, he, I don't. He like jerked off in front of some girls, but like got consent. But then they were like, I gave consent, but like still, still was, still was, still, still got feel still me too. Rotten. Damn. So, uh, but you know, fuck it. Yeah. What a penis. All right, what about you, man? <laughs> it, this, this is like one that changes to me quite often. I think originally I said Russell Peters, right? But I think, I think, of all time now, it probably is Arjbarker. 
Yeah, yeah he's uh, good. Yeah, yeah, I love. I love. I really, him. Have you seen Shane Gillis at all? Have you seen any of his? No. Stuff? So he was a guy that like he's he's just an up and coming comedian now, but like he got he got a gig on SNL and then got fired before like got in the like the height of cancel fucking culture. Mm. They dug up some old fucking podcast that he did and like canceled him before he ever made it onto SNL. <laughs> and like because of yeah, people right. being so pissed off by cancel culture, it just exploded his like career. Yeah. And so oh, I helped him. And he's just like yeah. I listened to his podcast and they just like talk like old like high school teenager like they're just like yeah that's fucking gay and just whatever but like <laughs> so ironically as well like they, they, they realize that it's not you know yeah. they're yeah. not being homophobic they're, they're not just, yeah, yeah just yeah, like yeah. saying it to each other and i'll just love that like there's still a place that we can fucking like yeah be a little bit juvenile when fucking yeah. stupid instead of everything having to be like so clean cut yeah. and whatever mm. these days like it seems to be yeah, I'm saying juvenile. love it we're, yeah we're too juvenile mm. All right, question <laughs> number three. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Ooh. <laughs> Wait, put, put the, the mic down. down. I'm done. He's like, I haven't been given advice. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Someone's told me, don't be a pussy. <laughs> so I didn't be a pussy. <laughs> I reckon it. it's like not, it's not groundbreaking in the sense that it's like, it's somewhat obvious, but it's, it's different when someone in a higher place tells you. So mm. for me, it was um, Will Will King, former Wind Waker front man, when yep. we played with them. Uh, one of the times we played with them a little while ago, it was pre-COVID. Um, he, he just said, like, he talked about being physically fit um, as a vocalist when you start touring. So at that stage, we'd only done, like, a Melbourne show um, and then come straight back. So we hadn't actually toured or done any... Uh, consecutive shows or like more than two nights and yeah he sort of stressed how being physically fit like cardio wise um how much that can impact your your performances especially like night after night and then even just sort of st- sustaining yourself while traveling mm-hmm. and um yeah i my fitness level varied a lot between the circles tour and the Luna Relica tour. I was away, I was way fitter for Luna Relica, and those were the best shows I've ever like I've ever felt. Um, mm-hmm. Mid, uh, during, and after. Uh, Nev's just gonna rip into me right he's now. Yeah, he's pussy. got some. Yeah, he's gonna call me a pussy. How many abs you got now? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Too many of these. That's cool though. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was just like obviously being fit will help, and like. It's not a hard thing to work out, but just sort of like when you're given the advice from someone who you know is like really, really good at what they do, and you sort of look up to them. It it really like re- it, it gives you a bit of motivation and stuff. Yeah. And hmm. just took me another two years to actually get fit <laughs> 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 to really want to do it. Yeah, yeah him, that's man. me. Him, Nev, Nev, dude, I don't know. Like, I can't really remember like a specific piece of advice. But is there something you live your life by? Yeah, I, I think like, uh, especially with music, um, like if it ever stops becoming fun, mm. like I really have to step back, mm. take a look at the situation and deal with it yeah. and then move forward. So your um, advice is have fun. Yeah, man. Grow up. No, I like that though. You got to have fun. We, like, like we were saying before, we literally say that about the car. So like the second that we stop having fun is the second that it's going to yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's going to be a slog and like it feels like a chore, then like it, it, it realistically, it's like, it's a, it's art. Like, and I don't want to sound really like wanky with it, but like, it, it, is what it, yeah. it is what it is. And like, you, you need to put passion and put yourself into it. And the product is never going to be good if you, if it's a chore and stuff to you. Like, 
Yeah, well, I've been doing stand up for eleven years now, and I've got a show on Saturday night, and yeah, I wow. just, I'm yeah. just always excited for it. Yeah. And that's like, that's really, soon as that's that really goes good. away, I'm gonna fucking throw it in the bit because yeah. it's just like, oh, I have no the point. But I still feel like I can get the same rush from getting up there and doing a fucking shit job. Then I'm yeah. <laughs> it's when people stop laughing. Yeah, that's really. right. And I, I did have, I did a show in Swan Reach, like so. Oh like, really? Guys, yeah. yeah, right. And it was a, the, the pub that we did it at made the classic mistake of making it a free show. And we always advise against it because that when you put a show on for free, every fucking person who doesn't give a shit about comedy yeah. will rock up because you're in some fucking shit hit town yeah, of that has nothing there. Whereas when you charge a fee for a show- It's people that want to come on comedy. I'll go and see comedy. They're, they're going there to have a laugh. And so, then, yeah, so within about 35 seconds of me being on stage, some fucking coffin dodger was like, language, mate. And I was like, and it was just- <laughs> Oh <laughs> no. And, You're yeah. like, 90% of my set is yeah, gone. <laughs> yeah, I, so I bombed. I like, I'd never in, in, at that point, 10 years of doing stand up. I'd never like walked off halfway through a set until that moment. Wow. So that was a moment where I literally, like, you would know, yeah. I would questioned whether I was ever going to do stand up again. Did like, the, the next podcast show after that? Like, we'll just, just keep doing that. Like. Yeah, I did a show in Murray Bridge afterwards because we're doing like a uh, SA Comedy Roadshow at the yep. moment. We're trying to get out to like places where people don't get comedy as much. So we were in Murray Bridge for the next show. And it was like a really, like a crowd was a lot more balanced at the age. Yeah. Um, and it was it was already better. But the funny thing was like, just to kind of test me, some guy started fucking power chucking all over himself. Like oh. another three minutes into my set. That was, but that I just, was funny. But yeah. I just fucking ran with that. Ripped yeah, into yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it was a, it was a great time. And so after I got off that stage that night, I was like, still got it. Oh, That's right. keep going. But yeah. yeah, those those really fucking bad shows will test, <laughs> will test your loyalty yeah. to it. Michael, how about yeah, you, man? Mean, Best piece of advice. Uh, I think for me, it's the only way you'll ever grow is by being stretched. Yeah. So it's like every time you get out of that comfort zone or you hit that border, like push yourself past it. Because that's wow. the only reason I'm here. See, so, yeah. where the fuck were you on that one, bro? <laughs> no, you are such a pussy. Yeah, nice. Yes. <laughs> Luke's got it in. Get some real advice. Um, fuck you at the end of this. Whoa. What? Lucky there was no Lucky mic. there was no mic on <laughs> <in> this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, only so Neds is going to be hot. Yeah, as only Neds is <laughs> subscription. How much are you charging for subs to that? Twenty bucks. <laughs> Twenty bucks. He knew the price point he as well. He's been thinking thing. about it. Um, Give me question number four. What, what is question number four? Let's go. Oh, what's uh, what are three things you're grateful for today, boys? Today, wow. Well, one I think about a lot is just like. I like I hate work. Everyone hates having to go to work, but the fact that we can and earn money and just then go home and do stuff we want to do and eat is like can really get you out of a hole of being like like complaining about stuff and mm-hmm. not feeling good. Like the like yeah, work might suck, but like the fact that you can do that and actually have money to go do stuff or and have a roof over your head is pretty what again? Okay. No, 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 what is it now? He was trying to give Nev the mic for so long, oh, and Nev just wasn't acknowledging it, so he pulled it back, and I saw that and laughed. <laughs> yeah, we made eye contact. Yeah, that. that was all it was. Nothing I'm, sinister. That was a great. <laughs> no, I was just more looking at Mike having a laugh. I'm like, all right, what have I said? Here? <laughs> no, nothing. He was just yeah. like, I had the mic there, like any second now, <sighs> and it just never happened. But yes, yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say a little wholesome thing and like grateful for the opportunity to, to come here and do a little podcast with you guys. This is really cool. This is our first podcast, so oh, it's, mine. it's mine anyway. Possibly last after Nev's fucking 
shit. Yeah, we're not going to be invited anywhere. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Next time it's Luke and Michael. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've been great. Nah, yeah. no, I, been... I enjoy a bit of fucking personality. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. Someone yeah. sitting here and just being like, yeah, so. Yeah, no, yeah. we've had a fucking ball. Yeah, yeah it's been a lot of fun. That's one word for it. Um, what are you grateful for, Nev? What are you grateful for, Nev? Take the mic. Dude, that was like flick to switch. Go down four octaves right before he answers the question. <laughs> it's the smoky voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm really grateful uh, for having just the best family. Mm. Um, yeah. They've been like supporting me. Uh, yeah, like through my entire life. Um, and my careers at the moment are all very like um, hard to get into and hard to get stable. Like I do visuals as a job, and you know, do band as well. So it's like they still support me through all of the um, yeah, the like unstable things that I actually do. Mm, that's amazing. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Right? What about you, Michael? Sweet. Uh, you said three things, right? Yeah, well, they just went just one, two, whatever. three. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do one each, do one Rattle each. off as many as you want. Um, I'm on placement at the moment for teaching. I'm a pre-service teacher and I'm just, Congrats. yeah, I'm loving it. I'm just cool. really grateful that I'm actually enjoying it. Um, you know, and I've found, I guess, a career that I want to go into. Uh, and I'm just grateful that we can release more music. Yeah. I mm. really, I really dig the stuff that we've made. Not that I haven't before, but this is just like a whole new Next level. Yeah. Like I'm so happy that yeah. we've done this. Well, like I've definitely noticed a whole new level. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. So, so excited for, yeah. for the next step of Heartline. And yeah. obviously as well, like uh, we haven't had too many Adelaide bands on. No, Actually, we haven't. We've done a lot of yeah, like, right. other bands around the country. So yeah. um, it's exciting for us as well because it's like we love seeing, you know, people from Adelaide succeed. And it's obviously a mm. bit harder here. We don't have... We've talked about this a million times. But we don't have Black Market or anything anymore where you guys can play a show every six weeks or something, you know, on a yeah. rotating roster like we used to years ago. So for you guys to get, you know, be able to get the tours and whatever else, it's a lot harder. It's about who you know. It's the yeah, work that you well, play. yeah, that's yeah. That's our fourth. Yeah, well, yeah. We're gonna, I'm gonna say another grateful thing is to Jaden, Jaden Roy from he's our booking agent from Destroy All Lines and yes. like yep. every show that we've gotten like since right before uh he took us on and since then has just been like just 100 percent due to his like work wow. and like they, his pushing yeah. us and like having faith in us and really like yeah getting behind us and pitching us for shows and tours and stuff like that like he puts so much work Do in he does more than a than a booking agent he does yeah like, like he i know like slash Managers in a way, like yeah, not, like not like completely, but like gives us so much advice. Just, yeah, it, just because we're so like sort of like young in the music industry, I suppose. Like, there's just so many things about the way certain things work that we just don't know. And obviously, he's been around for so long. So, like, I if there's just things I need to discuss, he like, he's just the way he'll just be open for me um, to me giving him a call, and he'll just we just have like really good chats and sort of help us out. So yeah, it does way more than just sort of says like yeah here guys i got you this show he's like really really involved and really trying to push us and build us up um yeah, yeah so like yeah a lot of a lot of credit goes to him make Fantastic. sure you clip this and send it to him <laughs> yeah. like, hey, bro, we jumped on a podcast like here's where you start from by the way <laughs> yeah. 30 minutes whatever it is um, i just want to quickly give a quick grateful shout out to uh my beautiful wife erica as well for 
just the in, just watching a woman fucking give birth is just the most <laughs> insane thing of all yeah, time. Yeah, she's just be. an absolute trooper. I'm obviously, you know, a week later, I'm out doing fucking podcasts. I've got a gig on Saturday. I'm already abandoning her yeah. to go and do the shit that I'm passionate <laughs> about. And um, she's just always so supportive of everything that I want to do. So yeah. just want to give a quick shout out to the absolute yeah. fucking legend that is my wife, Erica. <laughs> yeah. Anything you grateful for awesome. at the moment? I think I'm grateful for my health. I was actually thinking about this recently. Yeah. This is not something that we've talked about a lot, but uh, I'm grateful just to be healthy and able to go out there and actually like live life in a way where I'm not yeah. impaired by something. Well, yeah, after as well, well you've been, I've been noticing again, because you had obviously your tonsillitis or your tonsil removal surgery mm. and the back of the car on the way to fucking divination 10 years, you were throwing screaming. out screams again, yeah. which you weren't able to do for like <laughs> yeah. nearly a year. So couldn't scream. No, I couldn't scream since 2019. Fuck, so I haven't dude, been able to do any vocals. Man. For since 2019 and wow. I've literally started making music in 2011 so like yeah did years and years and I finally got the surgery and I was like fuck I can finally start to relearn how to like shape my throat again and yeah, yeah. And get it going so well, yeah I'm grateful for my health boys I reckon fuck yeah, yeah that's man. a good one fuck yeah well that leaves us with our final question final the all important yeah. nothing else matters heartline doesn't matter your, podcast your, doesn't matter your podcast doesn't matter how you answer this question is is everything okay yeah. Dib's not going first <laughs> Can I hit him with it? Hit him with it. Would you rather fight a horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses and why? Michael looks ready to go. If you're ready, Michael. I'm, I'm comprehending it for a second. I got confused there. A, a horse-sized horse duck, duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? Am I allowed context questions? Oh. Why not? I don't go, think on. We'll, yeah, go we'll, on. We'll, we'll, we'll accept or decline. Is yeah. it? Is it... Like myself and the whichever opponent I choose, mm -hmm. are we both unwilling in this? Is this are we being put in a ring to fight, or are they oh. coming at me? Like are they? They're, are they, they're, they're coming at you. They're, they're coming, coming at me, at so it's like I'm defending myself. Yeah, yeah. Right, they're coming at you. Horse-sized duck. Right. Yeah. It would be hard to fight a duck that was unwilling to fight me because ducks can be adorable. Yeah. But little horse, like horses are strong. Yeah. A hundred right. little horses, they would have me in they like that. Have me so quickly. I'd, I'd I'd go the duck. I'd send you, bro. Yeah. yeah. I gotta go the opposite. I I feel like ducks can be a gr oh well, ducks. I don't know if you ever watch a, a goose. They're like aggressive ass. Yeah, but that's not a duck. That's a goose. It's a different animal. Ducks can be aggressive too. It's similar. It's a similar thing. So I feel like a duck that's that big would just rip you to pieces. Yeah. Rip you with what a though? It's got that little, little, I mean, little a horse beak. that's like this big. I can just kick it. Yeah. Thank like, you, Michael. See, that's everyone's <laughs> answer when Thank it comes you, to the Michael. horses. I'm just I reckon going that is still has to wait behind him. There's a hundred of them. Exactly. You get one kick in, and then there's the three duck. more under your leg. <laughs> no, there's Gone. fifteen more under exactly, your leg. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Give me a cricket bat and an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'll kill both. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm not a pussy. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, I think that's a perfect way to end the podcast. <laughs> Love it. Love um, it. Boys, give us all your links, your your social medias. Uh, obviously, the song Ten has just come yeah. out. On the nineteenth, by the and, time we drop this, and loose, yeah, we I, I probably just should have, yeah, should have put that in like a folder for you guys as well. I've just been, we've been so focused on the single, That's okay. uh, with we the music chuck, video. Uh, Ten, if you're happy for us to at the end of yeah. the episode as well, mm -hmm. that'd be cool. Um, so it'll just roll straight from the outro into the song. Um, but yeah, where can everyone find you? 
Uh, just on Instagram, Instagram at Heartline Oz, Heartline AOS, wow, and Instagram, <laughs> Heartline on Facebook and Heartline on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. listen to our music, please. Yeah, go, go listen to as the give it streams. Yeah, as the crow flies. Listen to that. Thank you. Yeah, punt your children. No, yes. no, let's not leave it on that. <laughs> punt your kids. That's a new That'll tagline. We'll, punt we'll your kids to this. We yeah. will. We will call this episode like featuring Heartline. Punt your kids. Punt I've already kids. decided. Yeah. Oh, guys, thank you so much for yeah, coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Obviously, uh, thanks for having we, us. When thank we you. met you at the show, we like harassed you at the sound desk about wanting to do a podcast because obviously we were already fans, and then our you know fandom only went further through the roof after seeing you guys absolutely smash it live. So. I'm excited for, for when you guys are going to be playing again in Adelaide and we'll always do our best to come along and, and best of luck for the release and, and everything else coming up. Yeah, cheers. Me too.